call to the booth. AFC North up today. I think this division got two teams who could take out the Chiefs. Man, let's talk about it, man. Paul, drop that beat. Stick around for the end of the show. We're going to hear the best odds when it comes to either winning the conference or the Super Bowl or the division coming out of the AFC North. I'm Harrison Sanford. That's the key to leave. You know what time it is. Call to the booth on the Blue Wire Network. Uh, let's start now with the Baltimore Ravens. So last year, keep a big deal was made out of Lamar Jackson not having a playoff win. So he goes into the season. They had a down year for a large part of the season, but by the end, they started to really pick up steam. He gets his first playoff win against the Tennessee Titans. This year, I know there's a lot to happen. Do you think he gets more than one playoff win? Uh, I think he do, man. I think he do. Uh, I think this, the, this, this might be the year that the Ravens get over the hump, man. You see them good teams with... Good defenses, you know what I'm saying? Tough teams, good quarterbacks. They be like one weapon away, or you know what I'm saying, just a little a little healthy season away from uh, getting over that hump, man. I think this is the year for the Ravens to get over that hump. When you look at Lamar Jackson, too, coming off that MVP year, obviously they're, they're, everybody wants him to improve as a passer. I would imagine, and you could tell me this, too, for you – to have a developmental year, like one of your early years being impacted by COVID, not being able to really practice like you would have, like how important were those first couple of years for you, for you to get to the level that you, that you had eventually as a Hall of Fame worthy type of player? Those early season development years are very important, especially at the quarterback position, I would imagine. Yeah, definitely at quarterback, man. But even for me at cornerback, uh, those first four or five years, man, I probably learned so much. I learned so much just general football information that I didn't know. But uh, it's like when you're a baby, man. They say them first three to six years or whatever, two to six years old, you learn so much. It's kind of the same in football, man. Them first, you get in the league your rookie year, you probably don't learn shit. Everything going so fast. I'm saying that second year, that offseason is super important. Third, fourth, fifth, those next four offseasons is super important, man, just for you to learn the game and and get those reps in and, and – April, May, June, July, just those game speed type of reps against your own teammates, man. So that's huge. Yeah, for sure. So now I, I'm very interested to see as the world is opening up uh, what this offseason might mean for a lot of players who are still kind of going through the development, but that's still at that star level. So as we look at that entire uh, division, I assume you have the Ravens as a Super Bowl contender, maybe not obviously not the favorite, but a contender. Any other team in this division, which is notoriously a tough division, a Super Bowl contender. Well, I look at a Super Bowl contender as you gotta get you gotta beat the Chiefs, man. We know who you gotta beat in this division. You gotta beat the Chiefs, right? So who can beat the Chiefs? I got the Ravens with that run game and that defense. I think they one of the teams who can who can handle the Chiefs, right? They play if they play a good game, you know what I'm saying, maybe create a couple turnovers, get some pressure on Mahomes, and they can they could be one of the teams who could beat the Chiefs. So I had him as a contender. And then I had a Browns as a contender, man. I like what they did on defense. I like their D-line. I, I, I think that D-line could create a nice little rush, put some pressure on Mahomes. And they got a great run game as well. So, man, run game and defense is what it's going to take to beat the Chiefs. So, if you got those two things, man, I, 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 put you up, I put you up as a contender against the Chiefs. 
Those two teams, it, Ravens and the Browns. Interesting stat, actually, now that I was looking at the AFC East. So uh, the Buffalo Bills, and we talk about their pass rush, they average 2.3 sacks per game. The Cleveland Browns actually average less at 2.2, which is kind of something that threw me off guard because Miles Garrett, you hear the, you hear the name Miles Garrett, and all of a sudden you think that the Browns have a great pass rush. Right. But that necessarily wasn't the case last year. Uh, but they improved all over the defensive side of the ball. We can talk about that in a bit. But before we do that, pick your best over-under bet. Ravens, two and a half. I mean, ten and a half, sorry. I'm looking at I'm thinking, still thinking st- uh, sacks. Ten and a half for the Ravens. Definitely been the best bet. <laughs> <laughs> Hands down. Uh, ten, ten and a half wins for ten and a half for the Ravens. Ten and a half for the Browns. Coming up from nine and a half. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers at eight and a half. And the Bengals at 6.5. What is the best bet out of those four? Mm, play it safe, man. Uh, Ravens over 10 and a half. I'd like them to win the division. I think they'll be the team who come out with 12, 12 wins in that division. Uh, it's, it's, it's tempting to pick Cleveland, but I stay away from it. It's going to be rough, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, they only put together one year like that, man. Let's let them put together another year like that before we start betting on them to win over 10, 11 games. From the defensive side of the ball, we can go back to the sack stat. Uh, they looks like they improved. Uh, Denzel Ward is still there at the one corner, but now they brought in Troy Hill. They got your guy John Johnson. Uh, Tack McKinley is there as well. What do you think those defensive additions are going to do for the team overall as a whole? And Young Newsom, Young Newsom too. They brought in another young corner mm-hmm. man. So I think they got great depth at corner man. They they added some playmakers on that linebacker on that second level, and uh, they added Clowney up front man. So you you take. A guy like Clowney, he, he he demands attention, man. If he can stay healthy for him, him and Miles Garrett can tear some stuff up up front, man. So if they can get a creative four-man rest, let let all them DBs do their thing in that back end, man. They 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 could be pretty good. So I, I like what they did. Here's the one headline. Here's the one headline that I'm already gonna hate, that I know it's gonna come at some point. Are the Cleveland Browns better without OBJ? You know it's coming. <laughs> You know it's coming. Ain't no (laughs) team in America better without OBJ. There you go. There you go. You put him on any team, and and that team is immediately cranked up. There you go. Case closed. I don't want to hear it. I know I'm going to see it, but I ain't trying to hear it. All right, let's talk about the Cincinnati Bengals real quick. Uh, Joe Burrow looks like he's made a full recovery or going to make a full recovery either time. Uh, What do you think happens there in Zach Taylor's third year? What's a reasonable uh, expectation? I think they improved. What was they last year? What was they last year? What they won? Let's, let's, let's they had the they fifth were. pick, so they probably won like four, four games, five games. A good four and eleven with one tie. Four and eleven with a tie. So basically, it was four and twelve. I think a tie's they improved. A loss. I think they well, yeah, ties a loss. I think they improved though, uh, not by much. I think they still got a lot of work to do. They in a tough division. And they got some young guys, man. So I think they about they about three years, two years away. This season to be a, a a slight improvement, man. We'll give them seven wins. Next year, you will really see them turning that corner. The year after that, man, the Bengals would be the Bengals would be the talk of that division, man. They they they're a couple years away. They're a couple yeah, years they got away. A, they got a lot of talent there. Tyler Boyd is just another one of those guys as well that could really right. be special. Auden Tate, big time, uh, big size wide receiver. Uh, and I know Bengals fans are going to be really excited about not just Joe Burrow, obviously being from Ohio, but Jackson Carmen as well, local Cincinnati kid, could be his uh, left tackle for years to come there. Uh-huh. He's their second they got round a pick bunch of young draft. talent, bunch of young talent in Cincy, man. They got something going, so 
This year it'll be an improvement. Next year it'll be even more improvement. By that third year, by Burrow fourth year, man, we'll be talking about them Bengals for sure. Would you rather be a Steelers fan or a Bengals fan right now? Ooh. Right now? Woo. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm here for the now. So I'd rather be a Steelers fan right now just because I still got a vet quarterback. And, I mean, my team started off 13 and 12 and 0 last year before we fell off. So if I'm a Steelers fan, I still think we got hope. I'm, I'm arguing everybody down. Like, we started off 12 and 0. We still the truth, right? So I think you got hope. If you're a Steelers fan, that this thing could get moving at any moment. And if you're a Bengals fan, you still like, man, we young as hell. We in this hard division. So I'd rather be a Steelers fan. I think we we gonna be tailgating and we're gonna actually be excited about the season. Yeah, it's gonna be a grueling, could be a grueling year for the Bengals, could be a grueling year for the Steelers if they don't hit uh, expectations. Uh, speaking of expectations, a lot of people when it comes to fantasy football drafts are gonna target Najee Harris. And it usually happens every year. Is a first-round rookie running back that really pops off. Last year, people thought it was going to be Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and it really wasn't because of injuries. Uh, mm -hmm. This division has a lot of running backs that people should target in their fantasy football drafts. So, Keeb, I'm going to ask you to do a little bit of early fantasy football analysis as people are getting ready to prep their draft boards. Rank the, the running backs in this division, this division only, and I'll run them off. These are top guys. J.K. Dobbins, coming from Baltimore Ravens. Najee Harris, probably going to be the day one running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Then you still have the duo combo of Nick Chubb and, uh, and Kareem Hunt with the Cleveland Browns. And then you finish it off with Joe Mixon, who can get a lot of action in Cincinnati. From a fantasy perspective, one to five, who you got? From a fantasy perspective, let's just leave. We'll leave Hunt out. We, I mean, we'll leave Hunt out. We'll just ride with Chubb since he's the starter. You know what I'm saying? So okay. We go, cool. we, go, we go Chubb first. Man, that's the Browns, man. I think they got the best rushing attack in the league. O-line pretty much intact. Probably the same O-line pretty much intact. Chubb, Chubb would be the best running back in the division. Second, let's go. Mm. I want to go Najee, but I'm going to go. But I'm going to go Dobbins second, man. Young guy. He going to get a lot more toast. Ingram out of there. I think he going to be. More to focus, man. Especially if he can stay healthy, he's going to be more to focus. He came in, he took the majority of the toast while he was healthy. I think he'll do that again. And uh, when you got Lamar, when you got Lamar on the other end of that zone read, man, you always going to have one less defender because they got to worry about Lamar. So let's go Dobbins, second. Third, let's go Mixon, man. I go Mixon, third. Uh, I like, I kind of like the Bengals O-line. I, I think when they healthy, man, they young, they healthy, I think they could do something, man. So, uh, Riley Reef over there, too, they got a new vet over there, too. So, he known for moving people around, man. So, let's go, let's go, let's go uh, third, mixing. And then fourth, we'll go Najee. He a young guy, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I he a rookie. We got to see him told. I know he Najee. And then the Steelers, they lost three starters off that O-line, man. So, that O-line is kind of banged up, kind of busted up, separated. It's a, it's a makeshift. It's a new O-line, man. So they're going to have to get they, get they continuity together. Before Najee can tote, the O-line got to be right, man. So I put Pittsburgh last. Mm, there you go. And, I, and what we saw from last year, if the running game ain't going right, Mike Tomlin has shown. They throw, yeah. They'll just throw the ball. <laughs> uh, he'll throw bubble screens out the gate. <laughs> they miss run plays right there. They've really there been doing go. that, though, man. They've they, they, they been doing that, man, all the way back when 
Lee was in Tampa, and we used to play Pittsburgh. Man, they've they been throwing all them to Heinz Ward. They've been, th they been throwing all them little bubble screens, man. So that, that's just part of their offense. For sure. All right, Paul, before we go home, can you can you hit us with some odds, please? Yeah, so, Keith, you said you like the Ravens over the Browns in the north, so that's plus 115, about 100 bucks, went 115. Um, yeah. Odds to win the Super Bowl, you got the Ravens at 14 to 1, Browns are 16 to 1. You like either of those? All right, I'll I, I, I take... I think, Some Steelers I think, at forty-four to one though too. Okay. Stop. <laughs> hey, if we did the if we did the Patriots the, the last can't beat show, the Chiefs. <laughs> they can't beat the Chiefs. They defense can't. They can't beat the Chiefs. So the Patriots, they only they only got up there because I think they had the potential to beat the Chiefs, right? So if you don't got a potential to beat the Chiefs, don't put your money on them teams, man. So put your money on the Ravens. You can put your money on the Browns, and I think you're safe, man. You. Ravens, Browns, who we said, the Patriots, the Bucks, maybe the Packers, right? If, if you could bet on them five teams, Super Bowl bets, man, them, you put a little bit of money on them five teams, it's going to be one of them five teams or it's going to be the Chiefs. You can't go wrong. So, Browns, Browns or the Ravens, I think you're safe with both of them. I'm looking forward to getting back to the NFL season because one of my favorite parts was when we named the no-fly zone for every week. What are the odds? You can just rank it from likely to uh, very likely to unlikely right. that three of these teams get in the no-fly zone rankings by the end of the year next season. That's likely, man. I think that's likely. Uh, Pittsburgh got a solid secondary. The Ravens got a second solid secondary. They both was in there for, for a few weeks, uh, a couple weeks last year. And now the Browns, I'm excited to see Joe Woods, man. What are you going to do with this team second year? You know what I'm saying? They ain't really had no offseason last year, so I think Joe will really be able to put his stamp on his team now, man. He a, he a great DB coach. And you know what I'm saying? We're going to see what type of D coordinator my dog is, you know what I'm saying, this this coming year. With these weapons, you should be you should be topping the league. We'll see this year, man. But I believe in him, though, man. So I think, I think that's very likely. With the absence of Will Jackson... The also uh, not targeting a defensive back in their first two picks. The odds that the Bengals ever make an appearance in the no-fly zone before we go home. Ah, that's gonna be tough, man. You lost your guy. You lost your goon. Your 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 lead dog in that secondary. So you you ain't really replacing him in that draft, man. So it's 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 gonna be tough. It's it's. I doubt it. I doubt it. Harris. I doubt it. <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised you didn't say a hell no. <laughs> just, nah, nah, nah. Just, a, just a straight up, very unlikely. No, no. Nah. When pigs fly, nah. ain't gonna be able to. Ain't gonna be able to do it. <laughs> yeah, you lost your goon, man. It's hard. It's hard to be the best, it's, or it's hard to be top. What we did, top five. It's hard to be top five when you lost your lead dog, man. So that's hard. Yeah, for sure. All right, we come back with our next episode. We're gonna look at the AFC South. That's the key to leave. I'm Harrison Stanford. Our AFC divisional previews. That's two or four. See you next time.